Hi everyone, it's me, Weza Solange. I'm back. <laughs> First of all, I want to apologize because I really feel like I've left you hanging. I started recording these podcasts, what, a year or two ago, and then I just stopped. It's a very bad habit of mine, which I am seriously trying to change. Uh, but let me tell you that I have not forgotten about you. You have all been in my heart. And I hope that some of the people that are used to hearing my podcasts manage to stay in touch with me through my videos. I started uploading some videos on my YouTube uh, channel and also on my social media. If you don't, don't follow me yet, you can go to my Twitter, Weza underscore Solange. That's W-E-Z-A underscore S-O-L-A-N-G-E. Same thing on Instagram. I've loaded uh, quite a few dope videos, you know, mainly speaking about life and Christ and my journey and just anything that the Holy Spirit will lay in my heart, just anything that I have experienced in life that has worked or failed because I feel like we are in a, in such a difficult era where there is so much information out there and uh, most times in life i'm one of those people that believes that quantity is not quality and i love listening to podcasts from different people and just feeding myself off of them and seeing what i can gain what type of insight i can gain from all the brilliant minds and brilliant souls that are out there so in recording these podcasts again i have to make two promises. One is that I will be more consistent. And number two, I'll always try to be true to exactly who I am. And it's not always the popular choice. I know that a lot of people uh, are used to just hearing one type of thing, but I, I really do believe that no one is alone in this world. By this, I mean there's always groups of people that attract each other according to their likes, to their needs, to their thoughts, and, and everything else. So if this is not for you, it's all good, no hard feelings. Uh, but if this is for you, if the things that I'm about to start sharing with you really do make a difference, all that I ask is that you pay it forward, you know, advise somebody else, help somebody else, because there's a lot of people out there that are feeling lost. They need a hug, a prayer, you know, some words of wisdom. So don't just keep it all to yourself. There's enough to go around for everyone. Today, I want to speak about purpose. And I have come into, into what is the right word? I've, I've, I've come into understanding as to how is it exactly that we enter into our purpose. And to say the truth, a lot of times, at least for me, in my specific case, it's, it's not so much something that you do, but it's something that you don't do. <laughs> I'll make sense just now. I've always known what I've liked doing. Um, from a very young age, I've known that I'm a good speaker. Okay. Even when I couldn't speak the language, I'm a good communicator. Let me say that rather. I'm a good communicator. I'm good with people. I love listening. I'm not afraid to talk. 
um I found myself in in situations where I I could seriously be a solution giver. So I'm a solution giver to everybody else's problems but mine. I wonder why life is like that. <laughs> and that landed me in television. It's just my my personality, my way of looking at life and taking risks landed me in television in South Africa, although I'm from Angola. I came to South Africa just to study and get a better education. And I ended up staying here, working on so many TV shows, working on some of the best uh, uh, soapies and uh, working on amazing films as well. And today I still wake up and ask myself, how did I get here? You know, how did this even happen? Because the process is quite slow. But the truth is that after a few years, it feels like everything is just a blur, you know. So from time to time, I really just do check myself and, and try to understand how did I get here? How did I get to meet all these amazing people and work with all these incredible people? But most importantly... How did I find myself in a position to influence so many people positively? Thank God for that. And and that's when the whole idea of what purpose is came into being. I didn't have to do anything specific. I did what I loved and what I believed in. And the consequence of that was me becoming famous was me touching people's lives was me becoming of influence was me making money all of that came from me just doing what i believed i was supposed to be doing now a lot of people have been against uh some of the work that i've done uh, my church my family i'm from a family of uh people that believe in academics. So they wanted me to either be a lawyer, work in an office, just have a stable job. And I get it. This industry that I chosen is so fickle and so unpredictable. I've been, I've gone through moments of having no food in the fridge, no money, no food to put some fuel in the car. Like, yeah, it's been hectic. So I do understand our family, our parents just trying to protect us from that. And when it comes to the church, I feel like some churches have this mention, this idea, not mention, I'm sorry, this idea that um, when you're born again, I'm talking about Christians, I'm a Christian, um, a lot of people don't know your purpose, but in their mind, they think they know what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And they think that they know God's plan, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to lie. All of the jobs that I did that uh, a lot of people crucified and they say that it wasn't for the glory of God. And I am going to agree. Some of them weren't for the glory of God. But because God is so great and because God knows my heart, the way I'm coming into full circle is that everything is working out for his glory at the end of the day. Let me tell you why. Um, I've, I've gotten popularity from the secular world, uh, from the secular world. That's what you guys call it, right? Secular world. So circular world, somebody correct me there. And then all these years, it was working in entertainment. And someone from outside, uh, someone who is a Christian may look at it and feel like you are not doing God's work. You know, you are not out there speaking about Christ. You are not out there speaking about the gospel. And I get it. 
but look at how God is amazing in everything that he does. Um, uh, Christians uh, have started entering into little uh, is cliques, that's what you call it, cliques. And unfortunately, in which uh, some uh, feel like they're better than others just because they found Christ and they're behaving now a certain way and they're living their life right, forgetting where they came from. So they are separating themselves. And I understand that. I understand the whole walking with the equally yoked and being with the equally yoked. But if we just go back to the basic and to the gospel of Christ and what Christ really taught, it was about going out there and teaching the gospel to, to everyone and, 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 and managing to show who Christ is and what Christ was about. And a lot of the times that doesn't come through preaching it comes through actions because more and more people are refusing to even step their foot into a church or refusing to believe in God because we the representatives we the Christians are behaving so badly and we are acting like we are more righteous than others and we are greater thou and and who wants to be part of of a family like that you know where you look down upon others because they dress a certain way or because they speak a certain way forgetting that you have not been perfect your entire life and forgetting that at the end of the day it's not about the exterior everyone is so worried about this shell which is our body about this container you know that we carry forgetting that the reason that we are out there preaching the gospel as christians and speaking about christ is because of the content is because of your soul the idea, the main idea, the not the idea, I'm sorry, the purpose is for people to be saved. The purpose is for people to know about Christ, to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, so that they can so, so that their souls can be saved. And in doing that, in doing that, that is the the main the main reason that we do that. And then other things come from that. that. That's why the word of God say, seek first the kingdom of God and all other things will be added unto it. Now, the things that are added unto it is once you're in the body of Christ, you find out that you have a certain authority and a certain power at the tip of your tongue. You find out that in the name of Jesus, you can do all things. You find out that you can heal. You don't have to be a press, a pastor, a bishop, a reverend. Uh, you, you can just believe in Christ and believe that you have the authority in the name of Jesus to heal. You have the authority in the name of Jesus Christ to bind, to decree. You have the authority. Anyone has that authority. Anyone. And these are the things that you find out. These are the, the good uh, outcomes that come from, first and foremost, most importantly, receiving Christ. Because once you do that, guess what? You know what he did for you on the cross of Calvary, how he gave up his life for your sins. Now that belongs to you because you receive him. You are part of that. You are part of that salvation. Sin cannot condemn you anymore. Uh, the enemy, the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call it, the evil one cannot have any more authority over you because the only authority that Satan has over you is through sin. But once you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior into your life, that sin is no longer yours. That sin has been given to Christ, meaning that when the evil one, Satan, the devil, whatever name you want to give it, 
comes over and tries to accuse you, you can put Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus in front of you. He that died for your sins. Okay, so these are the knowledge. That is the knowledge that we need to share with people. And unfortunately, nowadays, our houses of worship have become so much about prosperity and having this and miracles and entertainment. It, it has become such a, a spectacle. So what, what I say, I'm from Angola, by the way, if you're hearing my accent, and this is the first time that you're hearing this uh podcast or hearing me talk. So I'm from Angola. And if you're not from Africa, Angola is a country in the African continent and our first language is Portuguese. Uh, so that's why I've got an accent. So do forgive me if some of my English words don't come out proper. Anyway, like I was saying, uh, I knew today I understand that God knew exactly what he was doing when uh, he positioned me where I am. I I learned so many things about the world a lot. I have experienced. I am not saint. I am not saint. No, that I have done so much. And today that I am saved, I can truly be grateful because I know what I've been kept from. Because as much as I've known and gone into the world and done everything that I had to do, things that I don't do anymore today. There's so many people that I knew that did not make it. So if I'm talking about lifestyle, there are so many people that died along the way. They got raped, that got into depression, that got into addiction, you know, that became homeless. There are so many people that just didn't manage to come out unharmed or didn't have or weren't given enough time to come into the knowledge of who Christ was, you know, so that they could hold on to Christ. So I'm truly blessed. I am grateful to God every day for he having kept me for long enough for me to come into the knowledge of who he is, for me to come into the knowledge of the power that I possess through Jesus Christ and just how I can use this influence that I've been given by him, number one, and then by the world through what I do, just to be able to share my experiences. So the way that my purpose came into being is I still love what I do and I get to do what I do, but I do it with so much wisdom now. And I am in a position right now where I can say, no, I will not do this. This doesn't represent who I am anymore and not be afraid that what I choose to do will still lead me onto a successful path. But most importantly, it will impact the life of the life of people in a positive way. You know what is so crazy? Uh, all of this realization came after my mom passed away. And I lost my dad when I was very young. So my mom became my best friend, my rock. She sacrificed everything so that today I could be here talking to you in English and sharing what I'm sharing. And when I lost her on the 20th of February, 2018, yes, 2018, uh, my, my world just fell apart. You know, I was already in a journey with Christ. And she's one of the reasons that I started this journey because I learned that through Jesus Christ, you could 
find healing so i it for me to say the truth when i entered it was more of a okay i'll do this because my mom is sick and then she'll be healed if i act this way or if i do this you know i i didn't enter into it fully i entered into it with conditions you know i'll be this if you do that for me god and because you say that you can do it and it's crazy how you know, God is just a, a master planner in everything. And I always thought that if, if he took away the most important person in my life, which is my mom, I would have no more reason to work with him. I actually threatened him of that a few times. Like, listen, I am giving up so much, God. <laughs> this is what I would say. I would, I'm giving up so much, God. I'm giving up my social life. I don't do this anymore. I don't do that anymore. I'm celibate now. I'm not drinking, smoking, partying. I am not doing this and that and that. And it's because of you. So in exchange, you have to keep my family safe. You have to keep my mom alive. I need this and I need that. And that is not how it works. <laughs> it, it's really not that type of negotiation. And I feel like that is what we are taught in some places. We come to Christ. We come to the presence of God just to take, 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 take. And we feel like God is indispensable. And once we don't need him anymore, we just carry on. Or once we think we don't need him anymore. So when my life, when my mom passed away, I went through, I don't, I can't even, I have no words to explain what happened in my life, but everything was just turned, whoa, around. I, I, I went through everything. I went through through depression again. I, I tried going back to a certain lifestyle. I, I, I tried just wanting to be angry at God and not wanting God to be a part of my life anymore because he didn't do what we had agreed that he was supposed to do. And you know what? The beautiful thing about truly being in Christ and truly giving yourself to God is that he will not let you go. Even when you want to let him go, he will not let you go. And I tried to let him go. I was so angry at him and I, I wanted to show God that I didn't need him anymore. If if he wasn't to keep if he wasn't going to keep his side of the bargain, then I wasn't going to keep mine. And after I went through that phase, I, I found myself right back uh, into his presence because I realized that I wasn't part of that world that I was trying to go back to. I didn't find solace there anymore. I didn't find comfort there anymore. I didn't find joy there anymore in the things that used to give me joy, whether it's alcohol, partying, drugs, sex, whatever it is that I used to go and draw joy from before. And it truly looked like it, it made me happy. I went through such a transformation that I was not that anymore. So now I had to find myself. Who who was I? Who who is Weza Solange Kanika da Silva? That is my full name. And I I I gosh. I went through the most. Can I just say so? I think I can't even begin to explain, otherwise this podcast would just be way too long. But I went through a journey of self-discovery about who I was and, 
and who I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to become. All my plans were centered around my mom. Everything I wanted to do was because of what, what I wanted to give her, you know. And all of a sudden, no mom, no dad, being an orphan sucks, by the way. Can I just tell you? To all the orphans out there, I get you now. Uh, we are not alone. Uh, even though it feels like that, no, we are not alone. I'm part of the orphan family, but I'm not doing this in like a self-pity party kind of, of way. No, I'm just saying that I get it and we can overcome it. And it's so important to have these conversations with yourself where you are truly honest about who are you? Who do you want to be? Why do you want to be this person? Like find that out now before it's too late. There is such a thing as being too late. Uh, when I say too late, I mean like, yes, you can start from where you are, but you'll be so angry at yourself because you realize that you could have done so many things years ago. And now you have just 40 years to do something instead of 60 years. You know what I mean? That is what I mean by discovering things too late. There's a lot of things, a lot of wisdom that I have and I possess today that I wish I had it uh, a few years ago. But I also understand that if I had that wisdom, I probably wouldn't do some of the things that I did. And if I didn't, I would feel over-righteous. And that's just the thing. The reason that I'm not in a position today to feel better than anyone else is because I've done the most in life. So I can't look at anyone and judge because I've been there. And I know that if I am not there anymore, it, it is not only by my power or my strength. I needed that extra help from above. Um, let me tell you that a lot of it had to come from me as well. You know, sometimes we are so quick to say the Lord will do it, but you, you need to want it as well. And, and the Lord will work with what you have. You just, that is what the faith of a mustard seed means. You just need to want it a little bit. You just need to desire and want it and wish for it and believe for it a little bit. And then the Lord will take you the rest of the way. That is what it means when the word says that in your weakness, he will be strong. You know, he'll. So, yeah. Anyway, um, where I am today is in a position to be able to speak to thousands of people about my journey, my real journey with Christ, to be able to share experiences, to be able to share knowledge, which I get every time I pray. It's the most amazing thing. Uh, every time I pray or every time I go through certain circumstances, the Holy Spirit will will deposit certain messages in me, which I'll write in my notebook and then I'll share. That's what I was doing for all this time. I started sharing them uh, on YouTube and on my Instagram. And once I saw the response, crazy response, by the way, you'd be surprised how many people out there feeling lost, discouraged and confused. Um, doesn't look like it because everyone looks happy on social media, but most people out there are miserable and people need Christ. You know, they will pretend like not cool enough for them. They don't want to hear about it. It's just a facade. Once, you know, once you put it out there, they will realize that. And if they don't, it's okay as well, because maybe it's just not their timing. Timing. Timing is so important. Although there's people that saw in me what today I know about myself, 
and they were frustrated because they could see this in me what they don't realize is that it wasn't time for that side of me to manifest um that comes to every area in your life you you may have greatness in you but you need to know that just like the seasons you know how the word of god says there is a time for everything yeah there is a time for what you have inside of you to manifest and sometimes if you try to do it before if you try to do it so soon if you try to do it too soon you are not ready and you will probably fail because you are not ready for all the things that come with it doesn't mean that you're not supposed to do it doesn't mean that it's not your purpose it just means that your timing was wrong we don't really pay attention to timing but if you focus and you pray and you meditate your spirit will tell you when is the right time to do things because you need to understand that and i i i watched that on a video i'm trying to remember a dr cindy something i was watching her preaching and she was speaking about the word of god and how we have heaven this this is the physical realm in which we are all operating and then when the word of god when the bible is speaking about the worlds it's speaking about the spiritual realm the ones that we cannot see but the ones from which everything happens so I don't know who is in this level yet of understanding that everything that happens here on earth, everything that we can see and touch and experience, it happens first in the spiritual world. That's why the word says, whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. It shall be bound in the spiritual world. Whatever you lose on earth, it shall be loosed in heaven. Because it, it has to be loosed there in order for it to manifest here. Hope I'm making sense. Okay. So that all comes in timing. So imagine that you've asked for something. The word of God says, ask for anything and it shall be given unto you. We think that is, that is a lie because a lot of the times we ask and we expect the thing to materialize, to manifest immediately. So imagine that, don't even imagine, understand that whatever you asked for, the moment that you ask in it and you did not ask amiss and you're asking it in faith and in believing in the name of Jesus, you ask for it and it was released in the spiritual realm okay now it takes a time it takes time for that thing to manifest from the spiritual realm and trickle down unto the physical realm unto this earth in which we are living and what happens the reason so many of us don't get is because we become impatient so we ask for something and we become too impatient to wait for it. So once that thing is finally ready to come and manifest, it doesn't find the right environment for it to manifest in because we are not there anymore. That's why when you plant your seed and you need to continue to water it, speak that talking about yourself when you pray for something and you ask for it you need to continue believing that it will happen and you need to walk in thought and in attitude knowing that that thing will manifest at any moment the moment that you decide that that thing is no more and that it's a lie and it's not going to happen your life decisions are going to take you away 
away from that thing that you asked for. So when it's time for it to come and manifest, it doesn't find you anymore. So there's nothing to manifest. And then you make God out to be a liar. Oh, that was, I, I love the Holy Spirit. Can I just say that all this wisdom is coming from the Holy Spirit? Yeah, love the Holy Spirit. Anyway, um, I have this analogy that I love use, using, which is about hair and about how when I am, I'm, I'm black and I have never, I had never used my own nat natural hair. My hair was always relaxed with chemicals so that it, it would be smoother, straighter and, and easier to, to manage. For years, I think that my mom started relaxing my hair when I was about six years old. So years later, I decided that I wanted to know what my natural hair really looked like. Main reason is because I was seeing this, uh, what you call it, this revolution of new beautiful you know beautiful black women who found their worth and were so proud to wear the beautiful mane out there so i'm like okay i also wanna rock my natural hair and be my own african queen and when i started out i hated it because my hair didn't look like the hair of all those beautiful black girls out there it wasn't it was dry and all it looked untidy and messy and i'm like this is not for me so what did i do i was just like ah this is not for me i'll keep my hair natural but i'll just plait it and as a protective style and continue wearing my wigs or whatever so that was my first fail failure it was only a failure because at the first try, I tried to do something that looked easy. And when I realized that I didn't get the results, I realized that it wasn't for me. Okay. Instead of just trying harder, we do that in life so much, don't we? We see something that we want to do, maybe because we were, you know, influenced by seeing somebody else doing it i won't say influenced but at least inspired and then once we do it our own way and we don't render the same results not knowing how much work that person put into making that thing look the way that it does we just give up we convince ourselves that it's not for us that is just the easy way out after a few years i decided to give this natural hair uh situation <laughs> another try. Uh, what was different is that I had a different attitude. If you go on my Instagram, you'll be able to see my old pictures and videos and my new pictures and videos, and you'll see me now rocking my natural hair. And you'll see the different stages. You'll see stages where I just look crazy because I don't know what to do with it. And then you'll see how it's now starting to come together and it's looking proper. The difference is the work that I put into it. I started watching all these YouTube videos of ladies teaching us how to take care of our hair. A huge shout out to all you ladies, you know, like if nobody's giving you props out there, and I'm sure they are because you have like thousands and millions of followers. But yeah, thank you. Because it's girls like me that have were always too privileged to go to the saloon every single time just to get their hair done. And now when we want to do it ourselves, we think it's too difficult, you know. So you girls out there doing the whole know-how uh, in, uh, you know, how to apply 
your own makeup and how to do your own face beat and how to take care of your natural hair thank you so much for that so i went on those videos and i started learning that it actually takes work to take care of your own natural hair okay it's your own hair but you need to nurture it you need to do treatments on it you know you need to take care of it take care of it with love and it will grow into that beautiful mane that you are imagining that you wanted to grow into and I started applying that into everything else that I do. Beautiful houses from taking care of hair. I took so much out of it. Um, once I started putting in the work and it wasn't fun. Can I just tell you, I'm not a very patient person. So having to stay home doing treatments of, on the hair and twisting and that, that, that is not fun for me. But the fun part is the results you know, and how I look myself in the mirror and the hair looks shiny and, and beautiful and the curls are just right, you know, I'm like, yeah, I look good. And then when I get out I get the, and I get the compliments, I feel even better. But even if no one complimented me, I knew before leaving the house that I look good. So the results are worth the work that I put into it. So in life, you need to think the very same way whatever it is that you put in your energy into it whatever you put in is what you're going to get out okay even and let me just go into the whole area of social media where people want so many followers and they'll either pay for followers or they know that nudity sells so they'll put half naked pictures just to get more likes and more followers great that worked in the beginning, but what's happening now is competition is getting rough, girls. So, and guys, let me not just uh, be saying girls out here. So what happens? You actually have to start putting some more work into it. Now you have to check that the lighting is good. Now you have to think about content. Now there's so much more that you need to put into it. You know, either way it translates in as in, it translates to putting work, putting in the work and I just want you to know that whatever it is that you do, that you feel like you're failing, miserable at, and you just want to give up, uh, don't. <laughs> Sometimes you have to take some time off and then come back and look at the situation with fresh eyes. Sometimes you need to try a different approach. Sometimes you need to ask yourself, why is it that you're doing this? Is it really for you? Is it for the right reasons? Because I know that the things that didn't really work out in my life, they weren't my calling. I was doing it because I either wanted to impress someone or, you know, I wanted to prove something. But it really wasn't about me. And I love how the world, God, the universe will sometimes protect us from making a fool of ourselves, even when we don't understand it. So... Today, I just want to encourage you to, and it's such a cliche. I, I know you've heard this so many times, but I'm going to say it again. I'm going to encourage you to go after your dreams and to know that you can achieve anything, anything that you put your mind into. And it's going to take time. So be ready. Maybe you should start just working on your patience. Maybe you should start just seeing if you're ready for the waiting period, for the preparation period, and to put hard work into it. And know that the results are never the end, it's just the beginning, because then there's pressure. 
the moment that you put something good out there, yeah, you're celebrating, you did it. And then your spirit will tell you that, but that's not it. There's more to do. If not your spirit society or your family. So there is no end. So just enjoy the journey. I, I don't know what the destination in your mind is, but can we just take a second and realize that the only real destination in life is death? That is the one destination that no one can run away from. Everything else is a, is a journey. You know, getting a job is a journey because now you have to keep that job. While in that job, you're going to want to have a promotion and grow and so forth. Starting your own business is not a destination work for entrepreneurs out there. That's where the actual work starts. Because from starting your own business to growing your own business, that is the journey. You know, getting a role is a, is just a journey. Yeah, I'm talking about the creative industry now because whatever show or series or movies you are into, you are going to want to grow. So the journey continues. The only destination is death because that, that is where everything stops. But whatever you're doing in life, if you just understand that that is just part of a journey and once you achieve a certain level, you will have to continue pushing and pushing so that you give the very best of yourself and that you take out the very best out of that situation, then you won't become so frustrated when you realize that something hasn't happened yet. Just look at it as part of your journey. Whatever failures you went through right now, that is the failure that is part of the journey. That is the story that you're going to be telling tomorrow in how you failed 10 times before you finally got it right. Whether it's a failed relationship, whether it's a failed marriage, whether it's a failed business, whether it's a failed career or dream, that is just part of the journey. It's not the end unless you're dead. And if you're listening to this, unless, unless you're listening to this from the other place in which we are all going to go to, <laughs> you are still very much alive, meaning that you still can get up and try again. And if the question in your mind right now is, what if I fail? So what? Stop being so afraid of what people are going to say. Are they going to laugh? Are they going to judge? So what? Who hasn't, who has never been laughed at? Have you not laughed at certain people and then seen them succeed and then felt like a total fool? Imagine if they listen to you. Imagine if they listen to the criticize. Read books by people that you admire that made it in life. And you will see that not one of them will say that it was an easy journey or not one of them will say that they didn't want to give up at least once or they didn't fail at least twice. No. So you are not alone in this and just keep it moving. Find your purpose. Find your purpose. Oh, your purpose will find you. And when it does, you will know. There's a certain feeling that you can't really explain and when you feel it, you will know it. It is that nudge that you feel when you're doing something right. You know, it, 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 some people, it happens in the pit of the stomach. Other people, it happens on the chest. Others, it is the voice that comes from their head, but you will know it. And although something is part of your purpose, it's not guaranteed that it's going to be easy. 
obstacles are needed. Otherwise, you know, what is going to be your great story in life if you didn't have a bunch of obstacles to get over? You know, how, how are you successful if you didn't do something different? If you, do, if you didn't manage to achieve something that other people didn't achieve? Otherwise, you're just doing what everybody else is doing. And if that's okay with you, cool. But I'm not. I want to do things that are scary in life and I will probably fail pretty bad at them and I'll probably embarrass myself along the way and I'll probably be told I told you so and I will regret it and I will cry. I will go through all of that. But I pray to God that after I go through all these emotions, I always have the strength to stand up and try again. And I wish you all exactly the same. Have a great one. Mwah. Beijo. That means kisses.